Greetings, everyone. This is Chapo, and this is uh, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Just want to give you a little uh, background on, you know, the podcast itself. Um, first of all, this is something new for me. I'm just um, starting out, so you have to excuse the poor audio quality and production um, as I'm just getting started in this. Um, the, the podcast is designed to kind of talk a little bit about uh, the cryptocurrency space. Um, I'm by no means an expert in the field. Um, I sort of began my journey uh, actually several years ago, but um, kind of in and out life sort of happens and, you know, you kind of fall away from the space for a bit and, you know, that's kind of what happened. Um, you know, this isn't, of course, financial advice. It's more of just to talk on topics that I found interesting that um, I'm learning about, um, even using uh, tip MetaMask or whatever it may be, making purchases, um, tips and tricks, um, common pitfalls, just commentary on the whole space in general. Um, and for those people just starting out or at least interested in cryptocurrency, just know that it's a long journey um, if you intend to make it or as they say in the space, you know, we're going to make it. And the reality is most of pe- most people don't make it. Uh, most people lose a lot of money. Most people find that the space is uh, filled with sharks and whales and other pitfalls that really are easy to um, allow you to get frustrated in the space and not want to stay there. Um, It's all fun and games when we're in a bull market and everything's going straight up and you're making what you think you're making, um, money, um, unrealized gains, often what they are. Because what especially happens is um, you forget to take profit. And it isn't so much forget as just become greedy. And that's one thing that, you know, is an important lesson to learn. So I guess I want to give a little backstory and and just how I got started in the space. Um, I think if I look back, you know, I started kind of hearing about Bitcoin, you know, probably 2011, 2012-ish, probably. Um, and at the time, you know, you know, married with kids, I didn't have a lot of disposable um, income. You know, I work in the public sector and often the pay isn't what we would wish it would be. We don't have a lot of um, other options to, you know, invest. So at least that's how I felt at the time. Now, was that correct? Probably not. Um, but given what I've learned over the last, you know, year and a half, um, two years, um, I probably would have lost it all anyways. 
because there is a lot to be learned that the learning curve is extremely extremely steep and once you get in you think it may not be especially if you are coming into this space when uh, you're seeing nothing but green candles meaning that the price is going up and up and up and if you pull up a a bitcoin uh, chart or cryptocurrency chart you can you can see the times in which you have this parabolic or this huge run up um, with price and you know you can see you know a cryptocurrency going from you know pennies to you know three or four dollars um, which you know if you got in at the pennies you know you could potentially be making you know significant sums of money um, that isn't what really happens most of the time um, people kind of work backwards from that and believe that that's going to happen to them and I, I certainly have felt that way um, getting into the space you know I was able to look back at some of my first, a few of my first purchases in cryptocurrency, and I I bought Bitcoin on Coinbase, and I checked my records. In the very first time I bought any kind of Bitcoin, it was at six hundred dollars. Now, while that isn't early, early in the grand scheme of things, you know, it wasn't, you know, in the first day or you know even the first year. I mean, if you could imagine $600 investment and in the last bull run, you know, we saw 69,000, you know, that is quite a significant um, run up. However, I didn't buy a full Bitcoin at $600. You know, I bought just enough to, you know, play around with, so to speak, if, if that would be fair enough to say. And I think at the time I, I ended up buying some XRP, which a lot of people still believe is this cryptocurrency that's going to, you know, go to the moon. It's ISO um, 222. I, I don't even remember what, what I have to look it up in front of my on my computer, actually, that it's the new standard um, adopted maybe by the, the the World Bank or the World Economic Forum. Forum. So there's some people that think that it's going to go, as we would say, to the moon. Um, I don't know if it will. Um, I, I don't hold any XRP. I, I What I bought way back when, I sold it in this last bull run for a modest, you know, um, profit. And then, you know, bought other cryptocurrencies. And so what you're going to find out in your journey is that it's easy to fall into several traps that are set for investors and and I call them traps because you think you're gonna make money on them and depending on when you get in you might even make some money only if you sell them and take that profit and pull it back out of the market and put it back in your own personal bank account otherwise you know it's for most people it's not really a profit I mean it's just this number on the screen oh I have this much money if I sold all of it but I'm not selling all of it because I want it to go higher and and that's one of the traps um, there's a lot of them um, the space is also full of um, you know, hackers and 
scammers and shillers and a shiller, you know, somebody, somebody simply, you know, that's talking about a coin all the time um, because they have skin in the game. And I think, you know, we're all guilty of it to some degree. Um, but in a bull market, uh, they're everywhere. And they are talking about coins that probably don't have fundamentals, probably not widely adopted. It's going purely on speculation, which actually can make money as long as you realize it is what it is and set your targets for exits, meaning to make some money. And if you don't do that, then you're never going to make any money. Um, if, if I could look back at what things I wish I would have known starting the crypto journey, for certain it would be how to do the research for said cryptocurrency. Because that one's really tricky. Um, I think a lot of people early on are, you know, searching YouTube or they do a Google search and, you know, they see something that looks flashy or sparkly and they want to touch that and they see, oh, they find out people are talking about it, which, you know, at the when you're in the moment, you think this is a wonderful thing. It isn't always. Um, for me, one of the best things that that I know now is that a lot of information and starting points for research can be found on Twitter. It sounds silly, but Twitter has a large number of individuals that are involved in the cryptocurrency space, whether that be you know, cryptos or NFTs, which NFTs I'll talk about um, as well. And finding the right people to listen to on Twitter is a significant challenge. And it really did take me well over a year on Twitter sort of honing are calling that list of people that offer what we would call alpha information that you can act upon and you know potentially potentially make money given if you do all the research that you're supposed to do and and of course luck and market conditions um, but there are there are some genius level minds out there on crypto Twitter CT is what a lot of people refer to it as. But there is also an inordinate amount of shillers, influencers that are getting paid to talk about coins, um, people that have skin in the game and just want to talk about their own coin. Um, it's really very, very difficult to sort of separate the wheat from the chaff. And it does take hours and hours of research and uh, following threads on Twitter and then doing your independent research, looking at uh, white papers through that these crypto um, 
founders write about the project and how they're going to implement it, what the tokenomics are, um, what the vesting schedule are. I mean, there's so much information to go through. I found that as I have been doing this for the last you know, year and a half to two years, that it actually didn't feel burdensome or like work at all. Um, I never track my hours on how much I do it. I know it's a lot. I know that I think about it a lot, probably maybe maybe, maybe too much. And, and, you know, you do have to go out and touch the grass and listen to the birds chirp and, you know, those types of things to sort of ground you because you do fall into this, what I call it, it, it really is a sort of addiction um, in the space. And that, I know it sounds, you know, like hyperbole, but trust me, if you, you ask a lot of people that are involved in it for a while, and I'm fairly certain they will echo, echo that sentiment. Now, when you are doing this research, you know, there, there comes a point where you feel like you have to sort of pull the trigger when it comes to buying a cryptocurrency. And most people start small, which I think is a great idea. But with that small start, you have to really, in your own best interest, realize that you're not going to get rich off that investment. You know, it's probably not going to a thousand times for you. It probably isn't going to a hundred times for you. Um, It might. Um, You know, if it doubles, wonderful. Um, You know, if it goes to zero, that's part of the game. And I've had several investments virtually go to zero. They just drop off the board and every penny that you had um, is gone or it's worth pennies on the dollar. Let's say you put in a $500 investment on a token and, you know, at one point you're up up to $1,500, which, you know, is not a massive amount of money, but it feels good. You get that adrenaline rush. Um, and then, you know, the market collapses or the, the founders run off with the money or uh, they run out of money to support the project. And then the project goes to point zero 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 one, And your $1,500 is now 37 cents. It happens a lot. And that's okay because these are all things that you have to learn. They can't be told to you and then you accept, you're going to have to experience it. You will experience it. And hopefully you, you know, don't mortgage your house or, you know, put your entire 401k on something. Um, You know, you, you don't want to risk everything in this space. Um, It could work out wonderfully for you or you could lose everything. And there has to be a balance. Um, And with that balance becomes a little bit of confidence while investing. And when I say confidence, I don't mean the confidence where you know you can't make a mistake. It's just the confidence, well, you know, it checks these boxes, the tokenomics is good. Um, You know, there are some people that I respect in the space that are talking about this token. Um, you know, you, you know that it's being adopted, people are using it, it has a use case, it's solving a particular problem, 
then you then you have some confidence that potentially it could return something for you in the future. And you have to be patient with that. And once you start to go through all these emotions and and you don't fall away from the space, things begin to slowly develop where you see things a little bit more clear. Um, You start to see who are the people that you respect, that you trust in as much as you can trust. I mean, they aren't making the decisions for you. Um, It's not their money, but they have an opinion that you value. And in doing your own research, you form your own conclusions and you're comfortable with that decision, knowing that it is yours. No one's making it for you. Um, If you lose it all, it's your fault. It's not anyone else's fault. And if you make money, it's also your fault. And that's the beauty of it. It, It's tricky. And I know I've said that a few times. Um, I wish that I had stayed in the space right around 2017 when I started really researching it. Um, And I kind of got... I, kind of, I left it and that was the biggest mistake that I could have made in terms of profitability for myself. And I have been in the space, as I said, for almost two years now and learning a lot. And I, w- I really want to just help people similar to myself. I'm not an expert. Um, I'm no one special. I'm just me. I'm learning. I'm fallible. Um, I have my own... Uh, problems in life and challenges and obstacles and joys and I just want to be a supporting voice and talk about some of the things that I've really enjoyed in the space maybe talk about some projects that I'm interested in and see if potentially I can help someone because that is really what brings me joy in life is helping others and so I hope I can do that And I know it was a bit rambly. It's my first podcast, and I thank anybody who actually listened to it. Um, And if nobody listened to it, that's okay, because it's a cathartic thing for me in more than just the cryptocurrency way. Um, And, you know, that's something I'll probably touch on at some point in the next podcast. So I really appreciate anybody that that took time out of their day to listen, and I hope you have a a wonderful day, and, and then you live in the moment and realize that we have an ability to focus on what is right in front of us and not our problems and worries of the day, just the moment that we have. And I hope that you can catch that and look around and, and, and see you're here and now. I hope everybody has a wonderful day.